This is K-Pop Sunday brought to you by K-Pop Sundays before you have to go back to work on Monday. We are your hosts, Oldar, Men, and JR. Avu. Welcome to episode 35. Today we're going to be talking about some of our favorite OSTs. And if you're like, oh, what is an OST? It stands for Original Soundtrack, which is very common in Asian dramas and movies. And basically most forms of entertainment have music made for them to promote their projects. So very often you'll see big name artists appear on a OST for a drama to bring up hype to the show. But it's also very normal for like newer artists to make songs for more low budget drama and shows to kind of like get their feet into the music world. It's really cool and yes a lot of like western media also have soundtracks made for them but it's just not the same as the very big way that we see in Asia. We have it but it's not the same. So there's a lot of good music that came out of OSTs so today we're going to talk about our favorites from Korean dramas and movies and so forth, because we're a K-pop podcast, so of course we're going to talk about Korean music. Anyway, Jair, let us begin. (laughs) My first OST comes from the 2018 KBSK drama. It was called Dance Sports Girls, or Just Dance, depending on where you're looking. And it stars Park Se-won and Jang Dong-yoon. And I thought there was an idol actor in this show, but that was not the case. I don't know why I thought that. But the cast is still really great. You might know a couple of the actors that play supporting roles. And obviously, Jang Dong-yoon has come very far since this show debuted. But anyway, the cool thing about this show is that it's actually based on a documentary from the previous year, which was 2017. The show follows a high school dance team whose aim is to compete in, you know, the token big dance competition type thing. It's a very normal setup for a show like this. It's very coming of age. and there's just a lot of heart to it. I felt very connected to the characters. I think they did a good job of making them feel like real people. And the OST I'm going to mention, I feel like was perfect for this show. And it's one of those ones where I listen to it outside of my OST playlists, if that makes sense. Like I've inserted it into other playlists that I just really enjoy. So Take My Hand is my first song pick and it is by Hong Dae Gwang and he's a solo artist. It's just a really chill kind of 70s-esque singer-songwriter track about comforting and being a support system for another person. One line that I especially like is, raise up the broken pieces once again, it will stand somehow. And just the guitar, his super clear voice, and the harmonies, it evokes nostalgia. And I think it's a perfect addition to my list because I wanted a variety of different sounding songs and this one is very low-key compared to some of my other picks. So I highly recommend both the drama and this track. They're very fun. All right, let's go to the next pick then, shall we? In 2006, Swanee from Fly to the Sky was in a drama about the K-pop industry called Over the Rainbow. His character, Rex, was a pop star who rose to fame quickly. The first track we hear him sing on the show is I Want You, I Need You, and it's actually one of my favorite OST songs because I'm used to hearing him primarily sing ballads, and I was a bit of a Fly to the Sky fan at that time, so hearing him sing something like this was really cool. It's pretty much just a regular pop song but it was just very different 
compared to me hearing him sing on their recent albums. So it was like, ha, oh, he could do something besides ballads. And I thought <laughs> it was really cool. It's important to note that this song kind of shares the name with the song on Fly to the Sky's second album, but they are not the same song. Like the lyrics are nowhere close to each other. So if you see that, not the same. The song is great. It sounds like it need open shirts and dudes in wind tunnels on their shirts just flowing off. You need to see the show. You would like how he presents it. It's like if you've seen like Fly to the Sky in their performances, then you watch like this performance, not the same thing at all. Like you will be very surprised. I initially thought the song was Rain, like just vibe wise. Yeah, like it doesn't really sound like Rain, but it was something about it that was like body rolling. (laughs) I can see that. Rain was big at that time, so I can see that. Yeah. But then he also sings another song for that soundtrack called Tomorrow, which is the one that more people tend to know and like. But I was not a big fan of it because I didn't like that part in the drama where the story was, but also because it felt flat to me. Like, yes, it showed how impressive his vocals are, but I felt like I Want You, I Need You did a good job of it anyway. Like, he was able to dance to a high energy track with showing off his vocal range. So, like I get why people are hyped with it because they're used to him singing ballads and it's like he's singing a ballad here but to me it just felt boring and I've like you I've only ever heard ballads from Flight of the Sky honestly I only really know Brian from Flight of the Sky like Juanji's voice wasn't even that it didn't really bring back any memories of it like anyway that's besides the point I really like it it sounds kind of like old school but it's also just really upbeat and it kind of like makes you want to like sway around and stuff I love that and I thought the English was great in it because some of the older K-pop songs as we all know tend to have like odd phrases thrown in but i think this one really worked and the album that i was listening to like right before this drama came out was gravity which has a lot of very impressive ballads like stay so you can of course imagine my shock when i start watching this and he's singing this song it's like (gasps) also because it sounds very different without brian there Mm -hmm. i'm used to brian being with him so him by himself he's very impressive as a vocalist i just prefer him being a pop singer as a vocalist (laughs) as a soloist instead of like he's good at ballads but i feel like people should give him more of a chance to sing these upbeat songs so min why don't you tell us about your interesting pick so i don't really watch k-dramas or korean movies or korean tv shows so this was a kind of hard one so i might have stretched the rules a little bit on my picks for this episode but this song is by a korean artist it's not for a korean show and it's not in korean it's fully in english for an american movie so it's kind of there but the song that i picked is cl's no better feeling for the my little pony the movie ost have i seen this movie no (laughs) will that be a trend yes but this song is really good. It came out in 2017, and that was the time when CL was pretty much in the YG dungeon. Her newest release was lifted. She didn't really release anything. She made a few appearances here and there on a couple of American artists' songs, but 
all hope for her American success kind of faded and everything was really sad and all fans of her were just clawing at anything and everything that they could get. I think this might have been the year where she leaked her all-in song because YG was just not gonna release it. But, no bitter feeling, good upbeat song. Highly recommend. I think the style really fits her voice quite nicely. It's complimentary, I think. Maybe we should head back to the actual Korean K-drama <laughs> OSTs now. <laughs> Alrighty. Heartstrings, or You've Fallen For Me, is a 2011 MBC K-drama starring Park Shin-hye and Jong Young-hwa, along with his fellow CN Blue member Kang Min-hyuk in a supporting role. And this is one of my all-time favorite K-dramas. I've watched it three times at this point, and that's saying something. I don't usually re-watch shows unless I really love them, and I really love this one. <laughs> but just given the year it came out, 2011, I would say that it's charming, to put it nicely. Like, it was released during the time where K-dramas were weirdly written. Like, there was, like, stuff that didn't necessarily make sense, or people just, like, started acting weird all of a sudden. I I don't think this one falls into that too much, but it's definitely not the best written drama at times. But part of the reason I love it so much is because one of the first K-dramas I watched was You're Beautiful, and Park Shin-hye and Jung Young-hwa were in that one, but Jung Young-hwa was the second male lead. And I was so upset that her character ended up with Jang geun Suk's character because he was a terrible, terrible man. I was so upset. He was so bad in that show. Yeah, so six years later, after watching it, I am still heated about the fact that she ended up with the wrong character, in my opinion. But <laughs> anyway, when I found out about this show, I was super excited for it because I'm like, oh my goodness, the two are being reunited and they are the main leads and they will end up together. So that was part of the reason I love it so much. But the show follows Puck's character, and she is a traditional Gayagam student, and Jung is a contemporary music student and lead vocalist of the band The Stupid. <laughs> and yes, that is the name of the band in the show. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. It's kind of like an enemies to lovers type thing because, you know, the traditional music department and the contemporary music department are pitted against each other, and how will they come together? But there's a lot of great music in it, including some contemporary and and traditional Korean music fusion, which sounds so cool. I really love that part of the show. There is one scene in particular where the two departments come together and do a song together, and I love it. it sounds great. But yeah, there's some ballads in there, some other genres, and I do want to mention this quickly. Park Shin-hae actually sings a CN Blue song at one point, and I especially love that song by them. It's called I Will Forget You. So that one's really good. Check that out. There's no official like release for that because she saying it like within the show it wasn't an actual ost but hang min hyuk actually has a song for the show and it's called star and it's really cute and it has 8 million views on youtube despite the horrendous audio quality it is so bad it's like crunchy and crispy and it hurts to listen to so if you can look that one up on spotify and finally 
before I get to my like actual pick, Yonghua has another song called Because I Miss You and it's just so haunting and beautiful. I really love it. He's done so many, I don't want to say, I guess remakes or not remakes really. He's just had a lot of performances of that. He did a couple of them right after he got released from the military. So there's some very recent performances of Because I Miss You. So you should look that one up. So the actual OST I want to talk about is kind of the show's title theme track and that is see your eyes and it utilizes the korean show title as a lyric within it and he says you've fallen for me a few times in it and it's just an upbeat kind of pop rock track with yonghua on vocals and of course it kind of sounds like a cn blue song i feel like their older stuff that was more like rock heavy and like upbeat i feel like they haven't done too much of that in recent years but yeah the lyrics aren't especially like groundbreaking or anything they're very run-of-the-mill like look into my eyes i see that you've fallen for me type thing you know and it's just so upbeat and it's fun and it brings back good memories of watching that show and it's just great to blast so I think everyone needs to watch it because it's fantastic and I love it I'm very biased I'm so sorry <laughs> I don't know I really like music based k-dramas I think they're some of the best ones if the music is good this is an infomercial for me trying to get you guys to watch k-dramas like that's all this is <laughs> 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 next drama infomercial? <laughs> yes, next drama infomercial. Please. Yes, that is correct for my next pick. So for this one, I do not have a single song to talk about. I have the whole drama OST <laughs> because I love it very much. So it's from Spring Waltz, which was a 2006 drama that was the final installment of the Endless Love series which was a total of four dramas directed by Yoon Soko that was first started in 2000 with Autumn in My Heart. I've only seen Spring Waltz and Autumn in My Heart, but Winter Sonata and Summer Scent are on my watch list. So if you enjoy good writing that will make you sad, I highly recommend it. However, what I really enjoyed from the show was the soundtrack. One of the main characters was a famous piano player, and when the soundtrack for this drama was released, the packaging didn't look like it was for a drama soundtrack, and the reason why is that it was meant to be a replica of the album the main character releases in the drama. It had the same images, the CD looked the same, it was just really incredible to actually own it. I, at one point I did have a physical copy of it and I was really impressed with how it was marketed because it felt like I had a prop from the drama. It felt like the character actually released it and I was one of the people who was buying it so <laughs> I just really enjoyed it. And the album contained two CDs. The first was of piano and some orchestral tracks that were used in the drama including Clementine which is an old western song. I think it's mainly Western. That's where I mainly heard it. Like my darling Clementine, like it's tragedy. They use that song all the time in the drama. But my favorite track was A Sad Motive. It's a very beautiful piece. And there were a few of the tracks on there that were played by Yiruma. For those of you who don't know, he is a very famous piano player. So you've probably heard something that he's done before. I have written so many posts about him and there's so little <laughs> info about this dude, but he is talented. 
So if you're a Yuruma fan, you might want to listen to this album because he's doing good stuff here. Then the second CD was of beloved classical piano pieces by famous composers such as Chopin and Tchaikovsky. From high school through college, this album is always what I'm listening to whenever I'm studying or trying to work on something where I need to concentrate, even to this day. But I do recommend listening to the whole OST if you're into classical music because it is really good. And also watch the drama. Oh, by the way, Super Junior Shiwan is in there. He's got like a bit part, but if you want to see young him with spiky hair, he's in there. But this drama was one of those that my friends enjoyed so much. One of them ended up accidentally, basically I let her borrow the drama and then she never gave it back. So this is, yeah, there's a reason why I don't have much of my original collection of K-pop or like dramas is because too many of my friends enjoyed it. And then I either got it back in very poor condition to where it was unusable or it just disappeared into the mist. Don't trust people. Just don't. Yeah, I was spreading K-pop back in the (laughs) mid-2000s to everyone I met. So, Min, why don't you tell us about your next pick? This one is actually from a drama or sitcom TV show. It's actually from a Korean show. Amazing, I know. Have I watched this show? No. Will I watch it? No. (laughs) But it is. Back in 2011, Block B, still fresh off the presses and being a very new group, did their very first OST for the show All of My Love or All My Love For You. Translations differ a little bit and the song is called Ba 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 Ba, I think. And this song is incredible because it does not sound like Block B at all. It's wonderful how weird this sounds for a Block B song. Had any other boy group done this? I would have been like, oh yeah, that's a cute song. But for being Block B? No! (laughs) It's weird. It's also, we're not sure if the picture on the song that is on YouTube is the official logo for this song's release, but it's so pink. And then the boys are wearing the same clothing that they wore in their New Kids on the Block mini-album, which is more like, ooh, we're so cool, hip-hop, baggy clothing, over a completely pink background, and it's just, it's so strange. Like, the song is good, but oh my lord, this is not Block B at all. It's a thing that you should listen to, because a lot of Block B's really early music is a hot mess. It's still a bit odd, but it's a much better song, and it almost sounds like them, but yeah. It's weird. (laughs) The first song, I could not believe that first song was them. If you had just played that for me and been like, guess the artist, unless I heard like P.O.'s voice, like all of them, I will say this, Block B has very distinct voices in their group, but if you're not looking at them, if you're not thinking about it too hard, I don't think you would automatically be like, oh yes, this is Block B. It just is so far outside of their usual genres. Like, the unison chorus is so weird. I don't think they have any unison choruses that I can, like, pick out of my hat right now and be like, yes, this song that sounds very much Block B, that is a Block B song, has a unison chorus. Like, they don't do that. (laughs) So this one, I was sitting there like, this is weird. I feel very uncomfortable. Uh, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Their second OST that you talked about, Burnout, I don't know, it sounded like a mix of a bunch of different groups' genres, and I kind of liked it, I'm not gonna lie. It was interesting, that's for sure. They're just, how did they become a group? I don't know, man. I do wonder. (laughs) This is weird. 
This next one. This is not an infomercial. In fact, this is an anti-infomercial. I strongly dislike Baker King Kim Taku, or sometimes called Bread Love and Dreams. It's boring. It's kind of a makjong, which a makjong is like the most dramatic of dramatic, like you like kimchi slap type thing. It's way too long. It has 30 episodes. There are so many annoying characters and very bad plot points. But that being said, it has some really good OSTs and I will give it that and only that. <laughs> but yeah, I should mention it hit 50% viewership ratings and is one of the highest rated shows ever in South Korea, which why? I don't know. I mean, the cast, all right, it's probably because of the cast. It stars Yoon Shi-yoon, SES's Eugene, I love her, she's a great actress, Juan, and Lee Young-ah. So the cast is star-studded, even though at the time they were all newcomers, and this show actually launched Yoon Shi-yoon into the immense popularity that he still carries today. I'm a big fan of his work outside of this, I've seen quite a few of them at this point, and you will not be disappointed in most of his other stuff, but this one... Oh boy, I cannot believe I sat through 30 episodes of it. I don't know why I did. I should have just dropped it. It follows Kim Tak-gu, Yoon Shi-yoon's character, as he attempts to become a proficient baker. And there's a ton of angst. You're not going to expect comedic relief. But I just feel like there was not enough light to combat the darkness. It was just, it was a drag. That is what I'm going for. It was a drag. But again, there were a lot of good OSTs. So just listen to the music. It's not worth it if you like Yoon Shi or Juwon or Eugene or the other actress. I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything else and I can't remember her name even though I just said it. But yeah, the song that I chose from this show is Love You to Death by KCM or Kim Changmo and it features Soul Dive and it's super 90s sounding, very R&B and it makes sense because a chunk of the show takes place in the 90s. I believe it goes from the 1970s to the 1990s. So it's kind of got that like the synthetic drum beat in the back and the vocal line is really great but the rapping is also really nice so it's just super angsty love it not the show though so do not watch the show i will stand by this till the end of time fair thank you <laughs> old r what is your third pick so in 2015 there was a drama called all which was sometimes also called The Piercer, and it was based on a webtoon called Songat. And it was about grocery store workers trying to start a union, and it is heart-wrenching and exhausting. But it is such a good drama if you're looking for something that can challenge you. I originally wanted to watch this because Yesung from Super Junior was in it, but I quickly love the drama for more than just him. And in one of the first teasers the drama put out that included Yesung's character, he was being broken down by his superiors to the point of tears. And there was a lot of that in the drama. It will definitely break down your soul. <laughs> and the main theme song that appeared at times when a worker felt fear and was about to be rebuked cruelly like that was the song called Inferno Symphony. It is a very angry and melancholy song and just expresses anger and like you're going to take it out on someone. You're about to read them the riot act. So if you're looking for a song to use when storming into a room, this is a song you need to listen to. It is genuinely terrifying whenever it would be used. Meanwhile, Min, what have you got for us? 
Well, this is a relatively recent song and it's one of the few that actually has a music video. Because music videos isn't common for OST songs. Not too long ago, Dreamcatcher released the song Rose Blue, which appears on the OST for a Korean mobile game called Girl Cafe Gun. The game has been released in Japanese, but I don't think it has been translated into English yet. I don't know if it ever will, but still. This music video has no right to be as high production and intense storyline as it has. Like, I've found other game OSTs where the music videos are just like them singing to a microphone and whatever, or if a OST song gets a music video, it's just clips from the show or from the thing that it's for. But no, this is sets, storyline, effects, outfits, the styling is great, like, Dreamcatcher just don't do things half-assed. Like, when they went for the rebrand, they went for the rebrand. <laughs> so yeah, it's a good song. Should go lo listen to it. Dreamcatcher, great. Love the girls. Mm -hmm. Women. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I love, I love that they do rock. I love that so much. It really fits them well. To wrap things up, there's a lot of good songs that come from TV and movies. So even if you're not a big fan of certain shows, you should at least give the music from them a chance because you never know if you're going to find your new favorite song. Now, onto the song of the day. Okay, so we have done a lot of different songs today and I find a lot of OSTs kind of boring, so we're going in a completely different direction. So in August 15, 2007, Rux released their second album, Ruckus Army, with the title track Our Life, Our Stage, which is a really fun punk song because Rux is a punk band and it's very high energy and it's just fun. It's not the type of punk where it's just reckless screaming and you don't understand what's going on. It's actually like, ooh, this is energetic and fun punk music. But it's also from 2007. So, you know, it's something. It's good. You should go listen to it. Korea makes all kinds of music, not only K-pop. And this is one of the good ones. Anyway, let's go over to the trivia question, because I have nothing more interesting to say. Last time, I asked, who sang on the demo for EXO's The Eve? And the answer is... Henry from Super Junior. Dang. Did you know the answer to that? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know JR did, because she's the one who gave me this trivia question. <laughs> no, no, no. Was, I agree. I'm very grateful that you did. And usually I'm very much a gatekeeper with the trivia question. But I think I will open it to you guys from now on. If <laughs> I don't have one or if you disapprove of mine, to give me a different one. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, JR, for this suggestion. <laughs> it was way better than the one I had in mind. Oh, that one will never come to the light. No, that that is just a club secret. So, JR, finish us out. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, then please make sure to rate, subscribe, follow, and tell your friends about us. If you want to interact with us or just see more of our content, then you can follow us on Twitter at KpopSunbase or on our other social media platforms, which will be in the description. Also, don't forget that our next episode comes out on September 12th. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Annyeong.